Hey, it's David. I want to tell you that I'm happy that you're here listening and learning with me. You might be asking yourself, why is this guy so happy that I'm listening to a new podcast right now? Well, here's why. And this answer will give you a little insight into my particular brand of crazy. Life is a journey, and since you're here with me, we are now on this journey together. Even if it's only for a moment, even if you choose to go no further than right now, because of the fact that you are here right now, you and I are forever connected on this journey to be. Even if our connection is brief, you and I are right here, right now. So I wish you nothing but the best on your journey to be. Even if this is where our journey together ends, my hope is that you never forget that today is the first day of the rest of your life. Your yesterdays don't get to dictate your tomorrows, for today is a present, the present, and it's filled with possibility. What I'm inviting you to do right here, right now, is to be open and to listen. You might be driving or folding laundry or some other form of multitasking. Please don't misunderstand me. That's not a criticism. I listen to podcasts all the time while doing something else. Whatever the case, you are here for a reason. It's not an accident that you are listening to these words right now. So, since you and I are right here, right now, I want to take a few minutes and introduce you to your journey to be. What do you have to lose? At the very worst, you will lose a half hour of multitasking. Yet, at the very best, you just might find a tool that will help you learn and grow. A tool to help you become a better you. If, at the end of this podcast, you aren't feeling it, great. I wish you the best. But just maybe at the end of today's podcast, you will be intrigued enough and interested enough to go further. You never know until you try. So having said all of that, and assuming you haven't already stopped this podcast, let's go island hopping. very young, my childish understanding of God was that of an old man with peppermint lifesavers. Yeah, there's a story behind this perspective, so let me tell it to you. See, when I was very young, preschool-aged, my family went to church every Sunday. My mom sang in the choir, my dad volunteered on the finance committee, and I, well, I was simply along for the ride. To this preschool kid, going to church wasn't a choice. It was simply something that I did. Each week, when my family arrived at church, there would be an older gentleman who would stand by the front doors, on the front steps. I remember his gray hair and his darkly colored suits. He always wore darkly colored suits. I also remember his smile. It wasn't a fake, I have to smile right now kind of smile. It was, it was a genuine, I'm so glad to see you today kind of smile. I remember his smile being especially big when he would see kids just like me coming to church. I'm sure that his official role was one of some kind of greeter, a church volunteer who was assigned to stand at the front doors and welcome everyone to church. But even at a very young age and not being at all familiar with the ins and outs of what having a ministry really meant, I knew that he was up to something so much bigger than simply welcoming people to church. He had a secondary, more valuable ministry that he was carrying out, 
a ministry that was all his. It wasn't a ministry that the church leadership had given him to carry out. I could tell that he liked welcoming people to church, but I could also tell that he loved his secondary ministry, for it seemed to bring him a great deal of pleasure. His face would light up as his smile went from ear to ear. So what was this man's secondary ministry beyond welcoming people to church every Sunday morning? He would give one peppermint lifesaver to every child. That meant that every time I went to church with my family, I would receive a warm greeting, a smile, and a peppermint lifesaver from this very well-dressed old man. You might think that this is where the story ends, but you would be wrong. For I learned a great deal about myself and about the blessings of gift-giving on those Sunday morning outings to church. See, I didn't like and I still don't like peppermint lifesavers, even though to this day I look upon them with fondness. For they will always remind me of a well-dressed old man who would give me one every time I went to church. You might be thinking that since I didn't like peppermint lifesavers, the polite thing to do would have been to respectfully and thankfully decline this gift. Yet, that isn't what I did. Every Sunday I received this old man's gift, and I thanked him with a big smile. I didn't receive this gift because my parents told me I had to. There was never a conversation about who this man was or how it would be rude to turn down the peppermint lifesaver. I didn't take one because I wanted to fit in. I wasn't even aware of anyone else being around in those moments. It was just me and this well-dressed old man. There was no peer pressure. I took a peppermint lifesaver because this man was nice enough to give me a peppermint lifesaver. For whatever reason, as a young child, I knew what would later become the first rule of island hopping. A gift never received is a blessing never experienced. In my childlike way, I simply knew that the very fact of me receiving this old man's gift was the only way that he would ever experience the blessing of giving his gift. I knew that in order for this man to truly experience his blessing of giving up a peppermint lifesaver to all the children, he would actually need to find children who would be willing recipients, children who would receive his gift. And I, even though I didn't like peppermint lifesavers, was willing to be one of his willing recipients, for I wanted him to realize his blessing, a realization that far outweighed my dislike of peppermint lifesavers. Well, in the same way, life is a gift, and God, the well-dressed old man from my story, is blessed when we receive it. God is standing on the front steps of history, handing out lives, and we all get to receive one Unlike the well-dressed old man from my childhood who had more peppermint lifesavers each and every Sunday, one life is all that each of us ever gets, and God wants all of us to make the most of this gift of life. Understanding this first rule of island hopping, that a gift never received is a blessing never experienced, I would like to share through this podcast what God has given to all of us. I would like to share what I have put into practice, the mistakes I have made, and the lessons I have learned along the way. I guess what I want to do is acknowledge that we are all standing on the front steps of life, and we've all been given a gift, not of peppermint lifesavers, but the gift of our very own lives. So, in this moment, if you don't like peppermint lifesavers, or even if you don't believe in God, I invite you to be a willing recipient of the gift that you have been given. Receive the gift of your very own life and see what happens. 
for your life is about so much more than peppermint lifesavers and simply getting from one day to the next. I invite you to be a willing recipient of this gift of life. You can learn and you can grow through experiencing every aspect of life you have been given, if you make the choice to receive it. Now notice that I didn't say that your life should be so much more than simply living. This brings us to island hopping rule number two, no shooting on each other. You have choices to make, and yes, I believe that God has a plan for you for your abundant life. Yet it isn't my intention to tell you what you should do or tell you what you should believe. My goal is to merely present you with a possibility. I will leave the rest up to you. For I believe that faith is all about possibility. Thus, I believe in the possibility of my life. I believe in the possibility of your life. And I believe in the possibility of all lives. That's what I want to share with you. What you do with this information is totally up to you. But let's face it. If every one of us decided to keep quiet about our journeys, the experiences that we have lived and the lessons we have learned, none of us would ever learn or grow. For it's in the sharing of our journeys that learning happens. So, are you willing to listen to what this fractured, faulty, sin-stained guy has learned about his own journey? I sure hope so. So, what is island hopping? Island hopping is about experiencing the full circle of blessings in both receiving your life from God and then by giving your life back to God. Living your abundant life in response to the gift of life that God has given you. Along the way, you will get the added bonus of discovering who you are. For your identity can only be found when your life is given away. If you truly love something, you will set it free. And island hopping is a way to set your life free so that you can be all that God has created you to be. That brings me to island hopping rule number three. This isn't a how-to manual. It's a who am I process. Your life isn't about what you do. It's about who you are. Your identity, who you are, will always dictate what you do. Conversely, what you do, your actions, will never transform who you are, for all of us are great actors. The goal here is transformation, and transformation will never happen simply through behavior modification. You cannot do yourself into a new life. Transformation is only possible from the inside out, and it all starts with who you are. Transform who you are and your doing will fall in line. Modify your behaviors and you will simply play a part until you no longer want to play that part. Let's face it. Each and every single one of us is looking for the exact same thing, to be peaceful. This world is very quick to teach all of us that peace will only be found in the achievement of worldly things, stuff, money, power, etc., Yet, I don't know about you, but I have watched one too many documentaries about people who seem to have everything this world could offer, money, fame, success, power, and they were far from peaceful. Conversely, each and every single one of us knows someone out there who doesn't have all of the worldly trappings of money, fame, success, and power, yet they are truly and genuinely peaceful. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that all rich people, all famous people, and all powerful people can't be peaceful. What I'm saying, socioeconomic realities aside, is that there is one common ingredient in the lives of all people who are peaceful. They know who they are, and they be it 
every single day of their lives. No chameleon who changes who they are in every different situation in their life has ever truly been peaceful. Yes, all of us experience moments of peace, but I pray that you aren't satisfied with simply experiencing moments of peace in your life. My prayer for you is that you desire to be peaceful, that who you are, your identity, your being is peaceful. That is the goal. Oh, and yes, it can be received. Notice that I didn't say it can be achieved. For if being peaceful could be achieved through some sort of effort or work on your part, then you would have achieved it a long time ago, all on your own. For everyone desires to be peaceful. Being peaceful is a gift that has to be received. You can't earn it, deserve it, merit it, or win it. You can only receive it. Well, that brings us to island hopping rule number four. This is a crockpot process, not a microwave solution. You can't do yourself into better health. You can't do yourself into being a better spouse. You can't do yourself into being peaceful. True change can and will only occur if you focus on transforming who you are, as opposed to simply focusing on behavior modification. Now, there are exceptions to this rule. If you want to lose weight in order to fit into a certain outfit for a certain upcoming event, you can lose weight by simply changing your behaviors. But after the event, guess what is going to happen? You will go right back to your old eating habits, for your goal will be achieved and your behavior modification motivation will be gone. You will gain all of the weight back. Behavior modification will only work in the short term. Behavior modification is a microwave solution. The crockpot process that island hopping will introduce you to is about the transformation of who you are. While island hopping, we aren't going to worry as much about doing as we will worry about being. For changing your behaviors will never transform who you are, but transforming who you are will forever change your behaviors. So I invite you to join me and do some island hopping. Why is this podcast called Island Hopping? Because I'm going to introduce you to the eight islands of your journey to be. We are going to hop from island to island, learning and growing as we go. Each and every single one of us experiences life, struggles, questions, and revelation on each of these eight islands. Sometimes you will need to revisit an island over and over again, for you will experience something new in your life that will require you to revisit a specific aspect of who you are. That's why as we are island hopping, I will invite you to build yourself a hut on each island. You will make yourself a home, hang a hammock between two palm trees, carve a pathway to the top of the hill so that you can sit and watch the sunrise and sunset. Yes, you will eventually leave every island, but you will leave behind your hut, your hammock, and your pathway so that when you do have to revisit each island, you won't be starting from scratch. You will be returning with new information and new questions. You will be building on what has already been so that you can become somebody new. In order to island hop, we have to start somewhere. But just because we are starting on one island, don't be fooled into thinking that it's less important than all of the other islands. This isn't a hierarchy of islands to be conquered, each one more important than the last. Island hopping is a journey, just as your life is a journey. And sometimes on a journey, you must revisit places several times in order to experience all that it has to offer. That brings us to island hopping rule number five. The journey 
is your destination. Our world is so good at teaching us to work towards destinations. Everybody's working for the weekend, their next vacation, retirement, that promotion, having a baby, buying that house, getting married, graduation, etc., etc., etc. Not that destinations are bad, but let's face it. What are you able to see when you finally reach any destination in your life? You're able to see your next destination. Your destination journey is never over because there's always a bigger, better, faster, stronger destination out there somewhere. So confessing that we cannot simply ignore the existence of destinations in this life, Island Hopping invites you to transform your understanding of destinations. The journey is your destination. Understanding that the journey is your destination enables you to revisit any island without the fear of thinking that you have failed in some way. For you never go backwards on your journey to be. Even when you revisit an island, you are different. You have grown, you've learned, you've experienced. Thus, the foundation of the island is the same, your hut, hammock, and path. But your experience will be totally different because you are different. Every single person in the world is living on one of the islands of the journey to be. What island you are living on isn't nearly as important as what you are learning about yourself and your life while living on that island. Island hopping is here to help you, to guide you, to encourage you as you live on all of the islands of your journey to be. So what will island hopping look like? What are you in for if you choose to go further than this first episode? Well, I will start with examining some of my perspectives. Since you are making the choice to listen to this podcast, you are making the choice to be exposed to my particular brand of crazy. Thus, these perspectives serve as a framework to help you understand my particular brand of crazy. In other words, to help you to understand where I'm coming from. You might not agree with all of my perspectives, which is perfectly fine. None of us learn anything by listening to podcasts that we totally agree with all the time. That isn't learning. That's simply the, the affirmation of our fractured, faulty, sin-stained perspectives. Transformation requires that we be exposed to new perspectives and ideas, things that make you go, hmm. All I ask is that you try to understand where I'm coming from before you make a judgment about what I'm saying, as I would expect that you would desire the very same thing from me. We can't learn from each other if we never try to understand each other. I guess you've just been introduced to the first perspective that I bring to island hopping. Other perspectives that we will be discussing in the following episodes will be normal is a moving target. People can be changed. Perfect perfection. Easy doesn't mean best and the best is never easy. The glass is half full. Healthy hierarchy and we get to participate. If you're just tuning into Island Hopping, checking out to see what it's all about, I encourage you to start from the beginning don't immediately flip to the latest episode. Start your journey with me from the beginning. After this episode, go to episode two. This information isn't time sensitive. It's timeless. I have intentionally designed this podcast to be a journey and you can't skip around on a journey. You must intentionally, methodically, and prayerfully put one foot in front of the other and take your next step. Having said that, after learning my perspectives, we will actually start to visit each and every island. On these islands, you will build a hut, hang your hammock, and cut a pathway to the top of the hill so that you can watch the sunrise and the sunset. You will examine yourself, your life, your decisions, your perspectives based on the topic of that specific island. You might need to stay on a certain island for a little while. 
for you will realize that you have some work to do in what the island is teaching you. Or you might find that a certain island isn't where you need to stay. The duration of your stay on each island isn't as important as the learning you will experience on each island. Some islands will be quick studies, while you will have to soak in other islands for a little while. Remember, this is a crockpot process, not a microwave solution. The eight islands that we will be hopping on the journey to be are the whole. I need something, healing, connection, meaning, forgiveness, etc. I have a hole in my life that I haven't been able to fill on my own. I matter. I believe there is a God and I matter to him. He is what I need to fill the hole in my life. Transform my want to. I make the choice to commit my life to the care and control of Jesus. Be real. I will be real with myself, my God, and others. I will surrender my secrets and take off my masks. Inquiring minds want to know. I will devote myself to learning and growing in my personal relationship with God. I will surrender to every change that God wants to make in my life. Two ears and one mouth. I will strive to understand as opposed to being understood by listening to others with a servant's heart. I will offer forgiveness to those who hurt me, and I will make amends for the harm I have done to others. My heart's desire. I would daily spend time with God for self-examination, Bible reading, and prayer. I desire to know God and His will for my life, and to gain the power to follow His will. The others. I will yield myself to God to be used to bring this good news to others, both by my example and by my words. Well, there you have it. The rest is up to you. Are you up for some island hopping? Oh, I I forgot to explain why all this has an island theme. Again, like the learning my perspectives, uh, you're stuck with my particular brand of crazy. and, And I love tropical islands. As I was thinking of how to present this information, I didn't want to speak in terms of steps or stairways or ladders. For all those inherently make me think of moving up as opposed to simply moving. Which then makes me think that I have failed in some way if I have to go back a step or I have to go down the stairs or down the ladder. I will discuss this perspective in greater detail in our episode on healthy hierarchy. After all, who doesn't love a tropical island? The sand, the surf, and the laid-back lifestyle, the relaxation. If your journey to be is represented by eight tropical islands, you aren't going to feel as if you have failed when you revisit islands over and over again. The island imagery is much more palatable to me than steps or ladders or stairways. Well, I'm looking forward to island hopping with you. My prayer is that you are looking forward to discovering who you are right here, right now, and realizing that your journey to be will never end on this side of eternity. So what's your next step? If you so choose to take it, it is to tune into episode two. Normal is a moving target. <laughs>